Five on five in five on your Thursday, September 28th. Thanks for joining us. Fletcher Keel, Stephen Albritton, and Kelly Rippin. Once again, bringing you all of today's headlines. How are we today? I know it's a little rainy outside, but you know, we're all right. A little rainy, and we're very quickly approaching the end of September, which is hard to believe. That is stunning. I'm not ready. I am, but I'm not ready. Like to say, like, it's October 1 in three days. I've got to plan all my fall activities, and we're running out of weekends. Do you have your wide brown hat nice and... I don't. I do look great in hats, but I do not own one of those because (laughs) storing it sounds like a nightmare and I'll drop it or yeah, no. (laughs) I also have small children. That's who will wear it for you. Who will steal it. Yeah, immediately. So wear it or steal it. That's right. Yeah. And you know what though? If you do have a wide brim brown hat that Steven loathes, maybe wear it today because it's a it's gonna be an interesting hair day for most people. Not Steven? No. Um, (laughs) A little bald dig there. Sorry. As we look at the weather, rain in the forecast yet again today. um, Rounds of it. So again, much like yesterday, it's not an entire day thing, but there will be clouds. There will be gloom. Chances for the sun to peak out here and there, but uh, likely going to see rain at some point today. And then that stuff kind of clears out. We get a cloudy day as we get into Friday. I just realized myself that Friday is tomorrow, uh, which is very exciting and comfortable temperatures. And then the return of summer like weather weekend into next week. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Yeah. So these forecast ahead. All right. Let's get to five on five in five. You all know the rules. Five stories on Channel five in five minutes. Fletcher, our first story, please. Yes. Our first story uh, involving a former Covington Catholic student uh, who pled guilty uh, to raping and sexual sexually abusing four teenage girls between 2017 and 2019 was hoping to be able to plead down. But the judge has denied that. This is an interesting one that we've followed for a while now. So he had pled guilty to those charges, but was hoping to not serve the sentence that was initially handed out. So uh, he was charged as an adult, sentenced to 25 years in prison. But there is a law in Kentucky and kind of loopholes that I'm sure that the attorneys were very aware of. Kentucky law says that if a juvenile is kept in juvenile detention until they turn 21, even though they are no longer a juvenile, they can ask the court to reconsider granting probation. So his family sued. They delayed his transfer. He's been held in a juvenile detention center until now. He is now 21. His legal team asked for probation in general, so to not serve any prison sentence as an adult. Uh, But the judge denied that request, ordering that he be moved to the Department of Corrections immediately. He is up for parole in five years. And that's kind of been the overall topic is just that these victims have to keep rehashing so much of this because it keeps coming up within the system. Right. This is Joseph Eubank, sentenced to 25 years. And as Kelly was saying, that immediate move to the Department uh, of, or the Adult Department of Corrections after uh, spending time in juvenile court. Our second story this morning, really strange, really disturbing, pretty much every aspect of it. A Milford man has been indicted by a grand jury on four counts of rape and six counts of gross sexual imposition, all of which... uh, involve acts with underage children, but it's how he got access to these children that adds that extra layer to the story, Stephen. Now we're talking about Keith Cruz and all these are just charges at this time. So he's uh, right now in a Claremont County jail, but what prosecutors are saying is he would gain access to his victims by striking up a romantic relationship with the mother of these children and then, um, you know, go about his alleged acts after that. So once again, he's in the Claremont County Jail, expected to be transferred to the Hamilton County Jail. And Loveland Detectives, they want anybody who may have had contact with him, families, children, 
any potential victims to reach out to them and uh, hopefully bring more charges to them and uh, build this case against them. Our crews did reach out to his family. Um, Curtis Fuller met his family. They didn't want to go on camera, but they said that he had been investigated before for these acts. They weren't aware that the investigation was still going on. Uh, but today they learned from the news, or yesterday they learned from the news, that um, their son had been um, indicted on these charges. And that number, if you do have any more information about uh, Keith Cruz or if you had interactions with him, 513-774-3009. That number is also on our website, WLWT.com. Let's move on to some lighter topics. Our third story today, it's getting easier to place your bets in Kentucky, Kelly. It is. I'm tossing it right over to Steven because this is not my. <laughs> well, you territory. are the Kentucky native. But yes. I'm the Kentucky, not native, or but not I native. am a Kentuckian resident, resident. Um, who doesn't gamble. So I don't, this doesn't impact my life other than I no longer have to drive my husband across the river to Ohio for him to place his mobile bets. Yes. So Kentucky has been uh, legal and live in the state. You can bet live for about three weeks now, but the mobile stuff, as far as, you know, using your cell phone, waking up in bed, placing your bets, that did go live this morning around 6 a.m. So. Uh, approved betting sites like FanDuel, Barstool, Caesars, they all have apps that you can download. Uh, Kentucky's betting age is 18, but within these apps, uh, you usually have to be 21 to use them. So kids, if you're listening, you know, you can, can't do it, can't use them. Um, but uh, it's it's one of those things where you just have to remember to gamble responsibly. We spoke to it, the uh, Ohio, with, uh, uh, Ohio man. He's with the Problem Gamblers Association here in Ohio, and he basically said, the access, the ease of use can make it a very quick, slippery slope. So if you know somebody with an addictive personality who may be getting more upset than usual over a Bengals play or a Bengals finish or Reds or FC, whatever game it might be, UK basketball, it could be turning into a problem for them. So recognize the signs. There's a lot of help out there. And that age difference is interesting because we heard from someone this morning saying, yeah, we're so used to people crossing the river. That's going to change, but maybe the opposite way as that age is a bit lower um, over on the south side of the river here in greater Cincinnati. Uh, keeping with uh, sports betting, this one, uh, as we're saying, gamble responsibly. This was uh, not responsible at all. The uh, NCAA has released its findings uh, into an investigation into allegations uh, in the University of Cincinnati baseball team. Baseball gambling in Cincinnati doesn't never no. cross paths ever. Never. Those words, at least. But this is a university issue. So um, the head coach resigned. Um, Another coach resigned, and I'm assuming this player probably left the team, but two staffers were dismissed back in May as a result of the investigation, and Scott Gogans resigned. He was the head coach a week later. Now, the NCAA approved uh, probably going to be a monetary penalties for the school, but their investigation found there was no actual betting on baseball or UC baseball, but still, it was enough to warrant people resigning and being removed from the program. Just not a good look overall. Yeah, and this, uh, we're still not sure what the connection is, but tentacles with it from the major Alabama baseball betting scandal that broke the broke the levees of the story and then trickled down to uh, to UC Baseball Stadium. Uh, and finally, your uh, what is now daily Reds update for another week. Uh, things uh, three, not looking three days, good. Really? Yeah, three three day, four days, three games left for the Reds. Uh, some good news last night. If you're looking for a silver lining, the Cubs blew another lead in Atlanta, lost in extras. Uh, the Miami Marlins split a doubleheader with the Mets. However, the Reds also also lost, uh, losing at uh, at Cleveland last night. So they have three games left, all at St. Louis. They didn't lose ground in the standings. Still uh, a Thank game you. and a half back Whew. of the third wild card. However, but they did see their elimination number drop from four to three. Also, Miami uh, jumped the or didn't jump the Reds, but got into that line with the Cubs. 
uh, losing the last two nights, so they are now tied for the third wild card spot. Um, so yeah, so the Reds, as we said, off tonight, uh, but every team above them is in action. We actually have a fun little rooting guide that we've been updating every day on our website, WLWT.com. If you the see a game, you're guide. like, wait a minute, does this? <laughs> do, who do I need to pull for this game? Head over there, check it out, and uh, we'll see if some magic can happen over the last weekend of the regular season. Yeah, Cubs, please. Marlins, Diamondbacks, lose, please. please. Thank we you. We just want to talk win. about it for a little longer. Oh, October baseball would be so nice. That'd be awesome. This has been 5 on 5 in 5. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll see you back here tomorrow.